Hello, this is Lisa Russick with the podcast We Are All Psychic. And Misty's not here today, but guess what? It is time for Jennifer Love's Love Series. And uh, Jennifer is here with us. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, Lisa. And Jennifer, do you still think we're all psychic? Yep, all the time. All the time. So listeners, and uh, this is an audio podcast, and this is going to be possibly a very explicit podcast. So if you're sensitive to topics of sexuality and intimacy that may be very detailed, you might not want to listen to this one. Um, this is about sex magic, right, Jennifer? Yeah. We're and we're doing get it for into Halloween. it today. Get into it today. <laughs> so Jennifer, so how would you like to introduce this topic to the listeners? So, you know, sex magic can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but kind of my definition is using orgasmic energy to manifest in the material world what you desire. Okay. So it's something that you can create or manifest just like any other kind of spell that you want to do. You know, there's all sorts of um, magical spells that people like to do, um, you know, in witchcraft or Wicca, uh, you know, people do love spells, people do money spells, people do manifestation spells. But when you're using, you know, sex magic, it's kind of that little extra oomph, a little extra energy. <laughs> and it actually has a lot of basis in Tantra. Um, there's a lot of ancient texts that actually um, instruct people <laughs> to yeah. use sex as a way to manifest or harness their energy towards their desires. I think so. Alistair Crowley or Crowley was one of the big proponents of that in the yeah. late 100s. And he, if mm -hmm. he, he had a podcast, mm -hmm. that we talked about him in a couple of yeah. Arrow yeah. podcasts. So, yeah, and it's it's actually pretty mainstream. There's a lot of uh, articles and like um, pop culture, you know, things in Cosmopolitan. And I I even saw something in like Teen Vogue about <gasps> how to use sex magic. <laughs> Teen Vogue. I was, I was kind of like I was kind of just like googling things for this podcast. Like, what do people think about sex magic? I was just trying to like look at like what do people think about it? What do people think it means? What's the you know? general consensus? Yeah, what's yeah. the general consensus, right? And I was thinking about wow, like teenagers do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't occur to me, but I was like, okay, yeah. cool. It's very mainstream. <laughs> it's very mainstream. If like they're the uh, Teen Vogue is like writing articles about oh, yeah. it, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, I was like that kind of surprised me but yeah that surprises um, me a lot <laughs> yeah i was like wow that's pretty uh yeah like in the in the <laughs> common uh thought yeah was, it's it's know, out there it's out it's there. out there yeah, yeah yeah um i thought it was a little bit more um underground than yeah, that yeah. or a little bit more uh taboo yes exactly especially yeah. the taboo. yeah 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 because people, a lot of the uh, women that I teach embodiment to um, have a hard time sometimes getting in touch with their bodies or touching their bodies. So um, I thought perhaps a lot of people might have an issue with um, sex magic. Right, right. As you know, it usually does involve being in touch with your body and, right. uh, you know, really feeling your own energy. So. Yeah, that's, you know, kind of the first step 
would be, you know, really releasing yourself from that shame or associating sex with shame. Right. Because you're not going to be able to manifest your desires if you're constantly associating sex or sex acts with shame or guilt, because you can't get to a high vibe state and manifest shame what or guilt. you want yeah. when you're in a low vibe state yeah. of shame and guilt. So like one does not go with the other. So if you are, you know, someone who like me was raised, um, Catholic or religious (laughs) or, you know, um, you know, just raised in a, a religion or a constricted type of background that, you know, sex was taught to be dirty or shameful. Um, you have to do some healing first to kind of get over those thoughts that your body is somehow bad or your body is somehow wrong or sex is wrong or, you know, sex is naturally healthy and wonderful and beautiful. So without it, none of us would be here. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of psychology to use uh, as a way of healing. So that's yeah. kind of like the first thing you want to do. Right. If you want, if you want to go down this path of sex magic. So, yeah. So for me, I, I like you, I was raised Catholic. I don't remember ever being taught the guilt and shame, but I definitely had it a long time. Right. It's I didn't not even like you're, touch you're... myself until I was like 21. Same. I don't think I you know? um, touched myself until I was like 19 or 20. Yeah. 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 It's just, it, I don't think it's like explicitly taught, but it's just kind of inherent to yeah. the teachings of the religion that uh, masturbation is wrong. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember ever being told that, but it's just right. like, don't do that. Don't. Yes. You know, and I didn't have much of a sex drive. I never really have until I hit my 30s. You know, mm-hmm. when I hit that, I need a baby. I didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. I knew that's what it was. My clock ticking. Yeah, and, yeah. There's um, all I definitely of- explored my body. And that's probably when I got really comfortable, actually, when I got yeah. by myself with someone else. Yeah. I'm still somewhat inhibited. But with myself that during that period, because it was such a drive, I had a drive to be, you know, in, be doing that, <laughs> you yeah. know, have a baby and then to have a baby, your body's like, hey, let's do this, you know, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I didn't want to have a baby and I was married. So I did it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's you know? totally healthy, right? It really helped me understand my body better. And it took away a lot of ideas I had that were subconscious that told me things like, you know, letting go during sex, let, letting go of control is, is not going to please him or it's, mm-hmm. it's about pleasing them, you know, or right. like that. it's like, yeah, no, it can be a sharing thing. It can be a just me thing, sharing with me or me with someone else or me with five people. Although I've never done that. <laughs> Some people do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just uh, getting more comfortable with my body really changed a lot of things for me. And it, it's still, I'm still getting comfortable with it. And I'm 47, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of people have issues with control. I know, I know I did. You I know. Yeah, I definitely did. That's it's hard to surrender. Yes. And so I do you think- have any advice for that surrendering. Cause I think that's the first thing for me anyway, to really like get, if I were to, and I probably would like to learn from you during this podcast, mm-hmm. I would like to take steps to learn some of these techniques, you know, to not necessarily to, ma- I don't know. I've never heard of it described as uh, manifesting your own desires, except by maybe Crowley and mm-hmm. some of his writings and stuff. But he still talked about it crazy, not, you know, not not crazy, but just differently than I think of it. But maybe it's the times and the words. Yeah. But um, 
like I want to know how to let go because I think that would be the first step to like really know how to release your worries and anxieties and just let the energy flow yeah I think a lot of people have um a hard time in our society in this day and age um of being in your body <laughs> at all we compare ourselves to not the ex-slop yeah. or, or the the gorgeous supermodel or sure you know a lot of you know so the ex-lover really a lot of people focus mm-hmm. on the exes especially as a reader i hear that a lot mm-hmm. you know am i better <laughs> stuff like we that. have a lot of comparison right yes yeah. you know you see people on social media you see people on instagram and facebook and you're like why don't i look like that why don't you know people on in tv and movies they look so picture perfect and you're like why don't yeah. i look like that and, um and how, one can, of the, how can anyone want to have good sex with me if i look right right and, and that's not true you know yeah. it's about, it's about one, of, one of the wonderful things that um in the dance classes that i teach um our old studio you know we had really low lighting we used to turn the lights off and we would have um red lamps so it was like really soft lighting kind of like you have in your room there a pink one yeah your pink one but it was like red so it was really like womb like (laughs) it was just this really soft lighting which is really flattering on your skin by the way and there were no mirrors at all nice very cool so if you can imagine a dance class with no mirrors (laughs) yeah and poles (laughs) because because the point was not to like look at yourself and say am i doing this right the point was to find pleasure in your own body which is like a totally different goal of a of a dance class than like am i doing this movement correctly rather than am i finding pleasure in my body so what i would want you to do to start to try to surrender or find you know um pleasure or bliss um it's kind of you know also using tantra as a path to sex magic um using your breath so you want to try to kind of get into your body or enter your body by using your breath so taking deep breaths letting it go um i also have people like touch the envelope of their skin and not you don't even have to be naked or anything you could do it with your clothes on just like giving yourself a hug and touching kind of the envelope of your skin running your hands along your arms feeling the softness of your skin so anything using your five senses helps you get into your body and become aware of the things that your body feels and your body sensations. You're not even worrying about sex yet, right? You're just worrying about how it feels to live in your body and experience your body. You can think about, well, do my shoes feel tight in my feet right now? Am I feeling cold right now? How does it feel? Am I hungry right now? Do I have to pee right now? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Am I tired right now? Um, do really I need to rest? Yeah. yeah, really listening to your body and responding. Um, it's so often, I think we've talked about this before, that we ignore our body's cues all the time. Oh, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Like, wait, how many times have you been tired? And instead of resting, you drink the coffee, drink a Coke, drink a coffee, yeah. have it, yeah. have an energy drink, or you, you know, I'm going to, you know, some people smoke cigarettes to pep up or, you know, yeah. have an energy drink or whatever. So, you know, we ignore our body's cues all the time. Some people, you know, work a lot or have very um, demanding jobs where they can't go to the bathroom all the time when they want to. So they have yes. to hold their pee. You know, I know. And kids in school sometimes are. Yes, that, that too, infuriates so. me so much when they yeah. don't allow children to go to the bathroom when they want to. Me so, too. yeah, it, ignoring your body and training yourself to ignore your body is not the path to surrender. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so let's let's think about that when you've like trained yourself to hold your pee all day. And then now you're going to be in bed with your partner and expect yourself to orgasm like <laughs> Good point. no you've Good been point. ignoring your body for years and years and now you're gonna expect your body to orgasm on a dime no no you have to like <laughs> listen to your body always and then your body will know what to do when you want it to do what you want it to do so yeah i those are kind of like starter things to do breath um listen to your body use your five senses um you know even like taking time to enjoy your food yeah. Um, turn off the TV, um, sit in silence and just like chew every piece of food 20 times. Um, really like think about how does this taste? How does it, how does the texture of the food feel in my mouth? Um, Am I thirsty right now? I'm really thirsty right now. You just made me thirsty too. Gosh, I need a drink of orange juice. <laughs> Oh, drink time. That was good. So yeah, so those are kind of things that you can do to kind of get on, start getting on this path to bliss, um, which will really help you with surrender. Okay. Yeah. And then you can start using what we call, once you kind of started yourself on this like tantric path to bliss, you could start using sex magic to... Um, kind of transform your life and manifest what you want. So like, what is, what is sex magic, right? Like, what are we, what are we calling it? What is the sexual what magic? Mean? What is that energy? Right. What, right. Is, what does it yeah. mean? So sometimes it involves like a ritual or a spell, right? There's like a very prescribed like series of things that you do. Some people use candles, some people use sigils, you know, like they're, um, Sigils are like different uh, symbols or writing in a compli complicated pattern. Um, some people use crystals to amplify the energy. Um, some people use words spoken or in writing to, um, you know, amplify their intentions. Some people build altars of tribute or they put um, items or totems to activate um, on their altars, um, you can call upon your angels or your ancestors during this ritual or spell. And some people even call upon demons or dark forces that could be part of it. It doesn't have to be, so you don't have to get scared that you have to call on demons during your sex magic. <laughs> you can, but you don't have to. It's an option, um, but it's Probably an not option. one I would choose. <laughs> right, right. I don't do that. Um, 
And then, you know, masturbation is usually a part of sex magic, um, or you could be with a partner, but most people do it alone, um, which is surprising. You know, some people are very shocked by the fact that you don't have to do sex magic with somebody else. You can just be by yourself. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, some sex magic, you don't even have to have sex. You could be doing kundalini yoga. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, there's even sex magic that you could do in a group. So people, people. people yeah, people <laughs> go, people go in a group and do a ritual where they all masturbate in a group together. They're and not they're touching, trying to they're not touching happen. each other. They're not touching each other, but they're just, you know, trying to amplify the energy of the sex magic by being together in a group okay what what is so, sex magic though I and mean, what is that energy is it kundalini energy or what would you call yeah it? so yeah that's what i would call it you're um using the um that you're activating the kundalini energy in yourself to kind of amplify um the intention so okay. it's 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 really more of like an activation to um magnify your intention to the universe okay now what yeah. kind of intentions anything or are they anything absolutely really? anything you can be like i want a really awesome parking space tomorrow <laughs> or it could be something something <laughs> that's as, awesome yeah or it could be something as big as like i really want to win the super lotto jackpot on saturday yeah you know or it could be like i really need a promotion at work or it could be like i really want to meet my soulmate you know it's it's actually anything that you desire to yeah. manifest in your life um i really want to find a cute dress <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like whatever you yeah. can think of That's that really is crazy. what you yeah. can create so anything can, like, can you do something like with a partner make them feel more excited or more into it more make them have them feel the kundalini and them channel it too need um, to your partner yeah so usually you know kundalini um like tantric sex is you know combining the kundalini energy between the two partners okay so whatever you're feeling they're feeling the same so i don't i don't want to say it's like a mind meld because it's not like they're thinking the same thoughts but you're mostly feeling the same kind of energy so it's like right. more of like an energetic amplification between the two partners that makes um, sense and they're definitely like there's um a chakra alignment so like your root chakra is aligned with their root chakra and then the second the third all the way up to the crown you know yeah. your chakras are aligned so it's kind of like amplifying all of that energy all the way up through the crown it kind of shoots out through the crown into like a lotus and then creates this big spray of like you can imagine it like um sparks of energy that create like a bubble around the couple oh. and it just creates like kind of like a beautiful bubble of energy around the two um that is kind of like the visual of it yeah, yeah yeah i like that and when you said lining up the chakras yeah um maybe i've been doing sex magic because probably you know, with the <laughs> intimate partner now I, I i first started when we'd fall asleep at night i would connect to his heart and yeah. then i'd feel my he's his, his from my point of view when i 
tap into his energy. If mm-hmm. I connect to his heart, I feel his, uh, my, my lower chakras are usually blocked. I'm usually way up here. <laughs> and yeah. when I connect to his heart, these will start opening up and I can feel my root chakra just, and it's because his is our have really balanced. Yes. And then I can feel, and then I'll start to feel him attached through these chakras. Or we'll, t- we'll, we'll meet through the third eye and crown. Mainly the third, I mean, not the third, the crown doesn't really seem to meet, but everything else does. It feels like it's connecting, but it's going up, but not to each other. Right. Because the crown is already open. So you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't feel as much of a connection as it's already open. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That makes a lot of sense because a lot of the, you know, intuitive or psychic people I know spend a lot of time in the upper chakras. Well, the so main I'm not surprised do, that you're yeah, up here all the time. Well, the main you reason know? I have been there is because of all the physical pain I've been in and I'm trying, yeah. I'm getting that a little bit under control. So I'm slowly trying to bring myself down. That's one reason I'll connect to him to ground, you know, yeah. and he, it seems like he, these seem balanced in him too, but it seems like he gets benefit from these, from me and I get benefit from the lower chakra. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I felt yeah. that. And I, I had and one night I said to him that I told him about that and I said, do you want to try it together? And he's like, yeah. And he could, he said he felt it when our hearts connected and then he could feel and he had been asleep and had woken up and we started talking, just kind of mumbles yeah. talk. And I was like, want to try to, and then he was like, oh, you know, it was yeah. really cool. He felt it and it was just beautiful. And and I can connect to him. I don't know, maybe because I've been doing this kind of, you know, just, you know, energy work for so long, but I right. can, wherever right. he is, I can connect to him and feel his heart. Wow. It, like, yeah, when they connect. And I feel like he feels it too, you know? Yeah. So that feels very much like Tantra to me. Yeah, it does. And the intimacy does feel like that. But just to, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking of like manifesting something with it's really. Yeah. So taking it that step further from Tantra would be like to set an intention. Once you feel that amplification, set an intention and send it out. Okay. Yeah. That would be like the magic part. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You Um, could either you could either write it down and then have that like preset or you could just think it while that's happening and that's your intention and you send it out well i had a very strange experience with sex magic. yeah i, I didn't believe in it i didn't believe in sex magic i thought it was just you know light a candle and get excited you know something like yeah. that you know it can be that it can be very i never had an that. experience sure. with it never seen anyone do it never heard anyone talk about it except this one person and uh but i didn't know about that until after it happened so anyway i met this person at work when i worked somewhere and uh that night when i was in bed uh i felt his energy around and he was a psychic you know he he had told me that i felt his energy around i looked and i saw him and you know in energy form and behind him like a little ways off through the wall you know how you see like through walls and stuff like just space you know, in the spirits and energy. And I saw his significant other behind him. And I just felt really compelled to touch myself. Like I got really turned on and I didn't understand it. And and it wasn't that I was attracted to this man or the other person. It was just like, I need to do this right now. And so I did, (laughs) you know, and um, I didn't really know if that was something like a dream or if I just, I didn't really know what it was. So I just put it, you know, in the back of my mind. And then I spoke with someone who told me the same thing happened to her with the same person. Wow. Yeah. And then I realized it was real. So what would be the purpose of him doing that? He had told her when she's better at astral, she can astral project, et cetera. Mm-hmm. 
And she could communicate with his astral form better than I can, definitely, because I didn't know what I was looking at. I didn't know what was happening for sure. But she does know how to astral project. And she spoke with him and he told her the reason they do this is to give other people pleasure. But what would be the real reason? Because I don't understand that. Then uh, excited together watching or. Yeah, I would. Ass- yeah, I would assume the reason was to make you attracted to them. Like to somehow that's what I felt you know, like. br- bring you into their dynamic. They that's wanted what it a threesome. Felt like, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that would be my well, assumption. Well, they're swingers. Yeah, they are swingers. So that Oh, would... yeah. So that would be my assumption yeah. to like somehow manipulate you into joining them in physically. Like it's yeah. not just an astral thing. There's no there's no benefit to um, <laughs> you know, like astrally having sex with someone. <laughs> Actually, I mean, there is. I've, I've, guess, I've had. I mean, I guess that's before. a fantasy type no, of thing. No, like, it's a real thing. I've had spirit sex before, and um, I won't say with who. It, it was. A, it was an, an entity. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, and it, it's like I didn't know this was a possibility. This is a spirit guide of mine who said you can do that. But I guess and you're right. I mean, if, if you got, phys- <laughs> I, I, I take that back. I guess if you got physical pleasure from it, that I did. That is a benefit. So. I did. It was really strange. It was spiritual too. Like, it's almost like I had a spiritual orgasm and then my body was like, oh, you know, it was very strange. It wasn't like a physical orgasm. But but I kind of feel like in the example that you gave of the couple, like coming to you in the dreamlike state, that that's more of like an invasion of your privacy. It really was. And I was pissed when I found out it was real. Yeah. So that, that to me feels very invasive and without your permission exactly so yeah so that i mean that is definitely sex magic i agree um but that is not the type of sex magic i would condone either i don't understand (laughs) that like Um, why would you invade someone's sexuality like that and yeah i I think it's capable of that um there's definitely um uh i've read about um enochian magic um, Enochian magic is um, using uh, sex magic rituals. You command angels and demons to kind of do your bidding. And it's more That's of him. like, yeah, so you kind of, um, so it's very, they're very like involved rituals. You use candles and crystals and sigils and um and you, you do like a very specific, you know, order of things. Um, and, you know, it's very manipulative and it's the, it's designed to like either try to like, quote unquote, make people fall in love with you or uh, make people, you know, want to have sex with you, um, things like that. Okay. So um, I've read about it. <laughs> Uh, just in like my, you know, kind of capacity as like a love or relationship. Need expert. to know it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't recommend like doing love spells and those kind of like manipulative type of things to, never, to my clients or anything like that, nice. just because yeah, it's not nice and it really doesn't last. It's so not real if, love. Yeah. Even if you've like manipulated someone to fall in love with you or have sex with you or whatever, 
um, it's not real. So why would you want that? Right. Um, even if you've like manipulated someone to fall in love with you temporarily, all magic wears off like that. So you have to keep doing it over and over. You're basically like making someone like a love slave in that yeah. instance. They're not really in love with you. No. So who really wants someone as Once, their partner yeah. who's not really in love? With, I don't it know. It's just like somebody who just wants to possess doesn't feel good. someone as yeah. a king. You know, yeah. not a, not, they don't love that person either is what it sounds like to me. So, they just and then like. In my very like extensive angel studies, mm. um, most of my teachers have said that you know Enochian magic is very wrong, and you yeah. know command commanding angels is just not yeah. a good idea because you know angels just come when you call them, so there's no mm-hmm. really reason to like start to try to harness or command them because if you just ask them ask. to come, they come. Yeah. So there's no real reason to like command Archangel Jophiel to do anything. Right. Because if I just ask Archangel Jophiel to do anything for me, she will. Right, <laughs> so right. I don't really see the reason to like have a special sigil where I like capture her and command her to do anything. Yeah. Um. Against that, her. That will. just sounds. It's odd. Yeah. Wrong. I mean, it is wrong. It like, is wrong. Do that and to then, any like, being or anybody. Right. Even if it's a God, and so like, angel, and so like. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting chills, just like like so it thinking about feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, yeah like kind of in the same you know vein, like you're gonna uh, coerce a demon to kind of do something for you. There's an exchange going on there. They're gonna want something back. Yes, <laughs> an they angel will. probably won't, but a demon will definitely want something back from you. Yeah, and you're probably not gonna know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> they're not gonna tell you. You know. Right. Like, this is what I'm going to get from you, or this is what I'm going to take from you. But if you're going to, like, make someone have sex with you, and you're going to make a demon do your bidding, you don't know what that demon's going to ask from you in return, or just take from you in return. So it's a pretty dangerous game to be playing. I don't recommend it. Don't recommend um, I don't think those people that were messing with you um, even knew what they were doing, probably. And they're probably not happy people. <laughs> to they say. weren't happy people. They yeah, weren't. Yeah, if they were like, you know, trying to command demons to do things for them, they're probably very extracting a very high price in return. I think so. Um, it's just kind of icky. Magic. It really yeah. is icky. I, I felt yeah. when I found out that this was a real, it wasn't one of my, you know, yeah. fantasy, whatever, what, yeah. you know. Just because a lot of times I will, I, I have, you know, maybe you do too, psychic experience, energy. Yeah. Experience, yeah. And you're just like, what's up? Really, what happened? <laughs> did I really see that guy? Did that really? Did... And, and, you know, just kind of let it go. Cause there's you're not... so many like fun things to do with a sexual partner that just seems like, why would I bother doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had his other, <laughs> so many had... other fun things to do. <laughs> it was weird because she, his sexual partner, she was in the background, like watching the whole thing, like enjoying it. You know, that's what I saw. It was like they did it together. Like they enjoyed well, and doing it. You know, I'm not saying there's not, there's not fun things. Like you could yeah. definitely have fun with the threesome. I'm not looking down on that, but just like no. make sure no, that third partner's no, willing. I was not, I did not be like, yes, come do that. Yeah. Make sure, you're, make sure your third partner is very uh, willing to participate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just on that kind of note, um, if anything that we've kind of talked about, like gives you a lot of doubt or fear, just remember that like doubt and fear are your teachers and friends. So you don't ever have to push beyond your boundaries. I so love you, Jennifer. For if like, that. yeah, <laughs> if like anything in this like sex magic talk makes you feel like I don't want to do this, you know, 
just kind of identify the source of discomfort within you. Like what about that makes you feel like this is way too scary or like, I don't want to do this. And just like, try to discover what your fear is trying to tell you about yourself and just either like write about it or like move it through your body because you might really learn something valuable about yourself that you might need to like unearth or like, and then release discover. Yeah. 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 So, you know, our fear is just a teacher. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think that's a valuable, that's a really great point. And like I said before, I do love that you said that. Yeah. Wonderful point. They are teachers. Um, I was, I was one of those people when I was younger that just always thought it was for the dude. I'm heterosexual. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I am, you know, and I'm (laughs) monogamous. So, you know, um, but I've always not, I've just never been very sexual until I, unless I'm with someone I love. And then I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't ever see someone and be like, I want to have sex with that person. You know, I just don't, I've talked about that before mm-hmm. <laughs> on our podcast, but um, I'm kind of curious. Oh, Gandalf, Gandalf's here, listeners. He's, he's bonking the computer and getting it. You can hear really him. wants to be involved in our conversation. He loves your podcast. Yo, sex magic kitty. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's just like, I like this pink light. <laughs> Um, so let let me think, can you give an example of like, uh, some, like a ritual where let's say, uh, I really, really want to manifest. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'll make it simple. Like, uh, maybe I want to manifest, um, more money, more income, uh, yeah. let's just say more income or my health. Can you, yeah. I want to get my health better. Could you use sex magic to get yourself healthier? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, give me an example of how to do that. Yeah, I have like a short meditation to kind of get you started on like your path to um, starting to feel more uh, powerful. I called it, you know, kind of like calling back your power. Yeah. To, um, Yeah, call back your power. Basically. This cat's driving me crazy. He just knocked my microphone out twice. So no. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> I'll get my essential oils out. Like I have to I have like essential oils that I just let him smell and he goes away. Because he just it, it, listeners, if if don't do any bad essential oils, but if you have a cat that just won't go, you know, put some peppermint essential oil in his nose, not in it, <laughs> and smell it, and he'll go away. <laughs> this has bergamot in it, and he, he doesn't like bergamot. He doesn't like any of them. Um, that's a little off topic, but <laughs> he has that's to That's a really a good suggestion. I should do that. I should do that because sometimes uh, <laughs> yeah, they're a little aggressive. Annika so. likes climbing on my desk when I'm like having a meeting or something. Yeah. And you're like, come on now. And they just, they think that's like more fun. They think it's playful. Oh, she wants mm-hmm. to play. get up and down and up and down and up and down. <laughs> um, so yeah. So but- yeah. So before that meditation, I just thought of something else. So, you know, uh, a lot of the uh, different chakras, you know, are connected to, um, different crystals right yeah yeah so um i just happen to like glance over and i have this like carnelian crystal and so when you're talking about money it always makes me think of like my root chakra and having carnelian um really helps to ground and uh 
you know, it's really good for your root. That's interesting. So yeah, I would I've use, used, I've always used carnelian for my sacral actually. Um, oh, I'll try it with my root. I will now. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I use it for my root. Um, yeah. So, but it is good for sacral too. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's orange, but it's yeah. kind of red, red yeah, and kind of reddish orange. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends on the, uh, how you feel about it, but, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, anything that's really grounding, um, you can even use black crystals, right. Okay. Grounding. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so whatever, you know, makes you feel, um, more connected to the earth, more connected to your root chakra, um, and then, you know, kind of setting an intention that, you know, whether if you want to um, save more money, if you want to build more money, if you want to feel wealthy, if you want to have wealth, if or you health want to, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say wealth? I, well, I said health. I said wealth at first. Then I was like, okay. I'd rather have better health than wealth. That's where all the money's sense. going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't know why I was like stuck. Well, on you wealth. know, listeners are probably more interested in the wealth, so let's stick yeah, with that. No, health, health is good too. Yeah. No, but yeah, either, either, either or. Um, yeah. Uh, health, health. That's that's more interesting. I don't know what. Uh, what crystal I would associate with. Cause I'm thinking of the pain health. I'm in with the EDF. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. So, I mean, when I've used uh, crystals to help with pain, rose quartz was the closest that came to when, mm-hmm. and clear quartz, mainly rose. I was going to say, I, I was going to say that. clear quartz because it's so like clarifying. It does everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was kind of the first one that I thought of was clear quartz. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, I would like set the intention that, you know, I, I'm, you know, always in a state of good health. Thank you for, you know, returning me to my natural state of good health. Okay. Um, I always, I always have an limited amount of energy. Um, thank you for, you know, my body's free of pain. Um, so, and, and I think, you know, I don't think I mentioned this, but, all of your intentions need to be in the positive, right? Yes. Any any type of, you know, affirmation or intention should be stated in the positive. You don't ever want to say, um, I don't want to feel pain. Okay. You want to say, I want <laughs> to feel like better. I, I feel, don't want to. I feel, um, I feel energetic. Okay. I feel, uh, Oh, so it's not like I want to, it's like, I am, it's like kind of right. that, like I am healthy. Right. I am feeling good. Yeah. I am not yeah. I, but, <laughs> yeah it, I'm not it's more, that. it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, I don't have this illness anymore. Um, or like it, like say you have, um, a cold, you're not going to be like, I don't have this cold anymore. Okay. Um, it's more like I breathe easily. Um, I treat the symptoms. Am, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's more of like, I'm in a constant state of good health. You know, you don't, you don't want to focus on the problem. You're focusing on the health. Getting um, to where you want to be. Yeah. So right. you are there kind of is what you want to, where you're putting yourself in your medicine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like when people um, are saying that, you know, they're uh, fighting cancer. Um, 
some people don't even like that association yeah that they're fighting an illness they want they just want to be like no i'm just in a state of good health i'm not fighting anything i don't even associate with this illness i'm just in a state of good health a lot of people do associate with their illnesses or they they, right right and some people like like that image of like i am like fighting this disease and i'm gonna win and some people just like nope i don't associate with a diagnosis or an illness at all and i'm right. just in a constant state of good health so it's it's kind of like one or the other but um i think when we're doing magic and focusing on that you really want to focus on the positive aspect and not any type of illness or diagnosis you don't want to say Absolutely. i'm free yeah. of depression don't you don't want to like include the depression at all in your statement you just okay. want to say i'm constantly in a joy a state a feeling of joy okay okay so yeah. never address the problem in a negative or any way yeah hopefully. yeah always look at what you could have and be you're there right <laughs> yeah. yeah you're always you're always in the future state um, okay of where you want to be okay that's that helps a lot right. actually yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, just think of like the person that you want to be and you're there. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's, I've never thought of it that way before. And now I will <laughs> always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So before you um, do is a meditation or you yeah. want to do, right? Well, before you do, I'd like to, uh, cause I'd like to end the podcast with it. Okay. And I want to thank you and I'd like to thank yeah. the listeners and watchers. And I'd also like to thank our sponsor Everclear. Everclear is an advice set where you can get advice from psychics and empaths. So you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And um, as like, yeah, listeners, I love you guys. All right, Jennifer, you want to give us a treat? Yeah. All right. So this is a meditation to call back your power. So sit up tall, roll your shoulders down and back and away from your ears and just start to become aware of your breath. Let all your external distractions fade away. Take a deep breath and let it all go. Allow the floor, chair, or bed to fully support your weight. Let your whole body let go and just be held. Your eyes can close gently if you like. Take a few deeper breaths, really feeling the lifting and the lowering of your chest, the expansion and contraction as you breathe. Bringing your hands onto your body, one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart. You now take back all the power you've given away out of a desire to conform, please others, or do the proper thing. You no longer delegate any power to parents, teachers, gurus, priests, politicians, or to the media. You now take back the power to determine your own future. You will now be responsible for your own love life. In this moment, you now reclaim the power to honor your sexuality as the deepest source of your creative energy, 
as a motor for your transformation. You take back the right to use this energy to become a fully orgasmic human being, knowing that this is your door to sexual magic and the key to transforming your entire life. You now call your power back to the cave of your heart. Wherever it is, wherever you may have left it, you now call it back. Even though you may have given it away or had it taken from you, you now allow it to return. Breathe all parts of yourself back in until you're overflowing with your own light. You're full of your own light, full of your own power. Today, you remember you have a choice and you choose to be happy in your own true light and power. Thank you, universe and angels, for bearing witness to this reclamation and for supporting this process as you step back into your highest, greatest self for good. And so it is. When you're ready, open your eyes and come back into the space. That's amazing. I did it with listeners. I hope you did too. And thank you, thank you again, Jennifer. You're so welcome. Thank you. And everybody have a wonderful night. Goodbye. Bye.